You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Married to Jonas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Married to Jonas After Show. Hello, hello everyone. Bing is for doing and today we are doing an interview with Married to Jonas's Bucky Delisa. I'm Kathy Kelly and on the line we have Michelle Gracie. Hey Michelle. Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> and then of course we have the father-in-law extraordinaire of <laughs> um, I'm talking about Bucky Delisa. Bucky, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I recently... Yep. What was that? I said, yes, I am. <laughs> you're, you're doing well. Um, so I recently interviewed Dina, and it seems like um, your entire family is really grounded. I mentioned this to her as well. How do you guys stay so grounded, you know, in comparison to these other reality stars? Uh, you, you know, I, I guess myself, personally, I haven't seen many of the shows. I, I, I guess I just never had a chance to see it, and it's sort of business as usual in my family. We we have a routine, if you want to call it a routine, of kind of how we go through things day after day, week after week. Some people might think it's a little bit boring, but it really is. I have such a good time with my girls and my son. Uh, we do have a sense of humor. A lot of times I seem to be the one that gets in trouble, but it's kind of worth it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a target, and I don't know why, but yeah. I'm a target. And uh, the grounding, I, I, I guess, you know, we have a strong faith. It's something that keeps us, us together. From the time they were young right up until this weekend, we've always had a procedure. If you want to call it a procedure, but it's something we enjoy. We're always together on a Sunday. We go to church together on a Sunday. We're, we're in the house all the time, in and out, stopping in and out, and it gives the girls a chance, and my son also, to always talk about what's on their mind and to everybody kind of joins in, has their opinion, and if there's six opinions, five of them are wrong, and one comes out to be the right one. And I guess we don't take ourselves really that seriously. Yeah. You know, there's, there's not so many things in life that you should take serious. And our family and our relationships seem to be at the head of everything. Because when all else fails, you always come back to that. And and I think that's what keeps you grounded a lot of times. Yeah, it seems like you guys have a really good family foundation set up. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, so during the show, we see a lot of emotional moments with you. Um, it's clear that you love your kids. Um, so what is it like for you, or what was it like for you when you found out that Danielle and Kevin were going to get married? 
Oh my gosh. I just, uh, you know, all of a sudden these things happen. I mean, you really, as a father, I, of course I should be thinking about this from the time we leave the hospital up to the time they, they go and they, they find the fellow and they fall in love. And you sort of think you prepare yourself for this stuff. And when you when you think you're kind of a tough guy, you you say, "Oh, gee, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fall for any of that mushy kind of stuff." And yeah. when you walk down the aisle and when you do all that stuff, nah, no problem. You know, I'll bite my tongue or I'll think about something else. But I don't care what you do, no matter how hard you try. I I always get the picture with all the things, especially with the girls. Mm-hmm. They're 25. They're 26. They're they're older and. But when I look at them for an instant in those type of situations, I still see that little one that was maybe four or five years old. Yeah. And I and that flashback comes in my mind about what they were then. And now all of a sudden I had to, I have to go fast forward and realize that uh, I'm no longer the kingpin. I'm out of the picture here a little bit. You know, and it's a little bit heartbreaking but bittersweet because at the same time they. You know, even with Kevin, he's a, just a, he's a wonderful guy, Kevin. Mm-hmm. He, you know, I'm not just saying he's my son-in-law, so I figure you got to say that. But no, that's not the truth. I, I like Kevin. I like his spirit. He's definitely a, a person that's willing to learn. And if I could see my daughter through Kevin's eyes, I, I, that would be enough for me because he really, he's a special person, and I think he married a special person. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty neat. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good do you think of a son-in-law he is? On a scale of 1 to 10, uh, you know what? I'm going to give him a 9, but I know he's going to get to a 10. You know? <laughs> only a 9? <laughs> as far as being a son-in-law, the only thing for Kevin, you know, I'm a whole lot older than him, and I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. So he's still got that one that he's got he's to learn. He's got to take his lumps as he goes along and learn how to how to cope with the things that are going to come at him. But he, I give him a 10 for being willing and for trying. Yeah. But I don't know if any of us ever get to actually be a 10 in, in practice. No you know, one's perfect. We can't get there. Yeah. Who's a better son-in-law, Brian or Kevin? Oh, you know, they're <laughs> in, many way, in, in many ways, they're a little bit opposite. Uh, so you can't go better. You can go on their strength. And, yeah. And Brian is, more, Brian is more of a quiet fella. And uh, Brian's a wonderful husband. Again, he's a good compliment in the ways they're opposite. And Kevin is more outspoken and, and naturally more verbal and out in the public eye. And Danny's the opposite, so there's a compliment over there. And and together as a foursome, they're, they're pretty neat because when Brian's quiet, Kevin makes a lot of noise. When <laughs> Kevin makes a lot of noise, Brian's quiet. And vice versa with the girls, so... I, I really am blessed with the both of them. I, I don't think I can fill out an order sheet better for the two of them. Yeah. Did Kevin ask for Danny's hand in marriage um, when he was going to propose? Like, did he he ask you, sit you down and ask you? Yes, he certainly did. Uh, I remember the day, the time of where I was standing. We were standing between the dining room and the kitchen in this little alcove, and he was... Uh, we were on a wood floor, but I think he was moving his foot around like he was in sand a little bit. And uh, <laughs> was so I he knew nervous? he had a question. And I figured, I'm not, and I said to myself, I'm not going to make this easy. I can't. I can't just come right around and say, oh, yeah, I'm thrilled or happy and this and that. No. So I let him squirm a little bit, and he, he asked. And instead of giving him that right away, that yes, but that was in my heart, naturally. But 
I said, you know, let me give him a little bit of a hard time and start asking questions like he's going to go through a little bit of a test. So, yes, he did come to me. He did ask me. And that means a lot to me. It really does. It, it's a little bit traditional, and I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I know that, that that was important to Danny. But if he was like me before I asked my father-in-law, I first asked my wife to be sure that I had an okay on both ends. Mm-hmm. But, yes, he, he really did. And, and uh, I did let him squirm just a little bit. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Michelle, do you have I any questions? for it. Um, yeah, I just wanted to know, you know, when you guys are home and you're, and you're eating dinner, um, what is your pasta of choice? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I always like to have two or three different kinds. So I got to make one of choice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess my, mine would be, it's probably relatively simple. It's probably the one I made on the Rachel Red, but I like the, I like the onions and the pancetta and the mushrooms. Sometimes I throw a little uh, shrimp in it or scallops, but I love a red sauce. I'm more partial to a to a to a red sauce all the way around. But sometimes I like to have a red sauce, and I like to have I don't know if you're familiar with the term aliwa, which is a uh, it's a linguine. And it has uh, olive oil and a lot of thinly sliced, sliced garlic in it. It's, it's a little strong. There's not a lot of kissing going on after that one, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Out of all of your, out of all of your daughters, who who cooks the best sauce? Oh my gosh! You know, I, I'm gonna have to say it's Dina. Yeah. <laughs> Dina's definitely got a little bit more experience, and Dina is very, um, she's very adventurous. I give her so much credit. She'll try anything, and she'll try it at times when you kind of shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You're having dinner guests over, and, you know, you want everything to go out just pretty good, so you kind of usually make something you're familiar with. But Dina will step out and, and give anything a shot. And Dina has good taste. Yeah. You know, where she has very similar taste to me. So I guess right now, through experience, Dina is definitely on the top. Danny and Katie are going to get mad at you for saying that. I know. I, that's what I tell you. I'm always in trouble. So why should it be any different today? <laughs> yeah. Well, we hope that you keep eating healthy and take care of yourself because we love watching you all the time. And oh. you guys are a great family inspiration to a lot of families out there. So. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you. So, you know what? I just came from the Y to do this interview. I decided I'd better get there because i got to stay out of trouble. Yeah. Um, so, Bucky, I know that uh, you've had, like, a really successful marriage. And on the show, I mean, obviously, Danny is married and Dina is married. Um, what are your, well, like, what's your best advice for having a happy and healthy marriage? Uh, my best advice for having a happy and healthy marriage is to communicate. I mean, I know that's a broad word. Yeah. But communicate and be willing to take a back seat. And that word backseat, sometimes it's nice to be in the backseat and to listen. And if you really care about somebody that much, there aren't really a whole lot of important things to take a stand on. You know, there's differences of opinion, but sometimes as a husband, I, I would prefer, if you want to call it the backseat, because I do this, I, I would prefer to, to choose for my wife. And it's not just for the sake of not having an argument. It, it's nothing like that. It's kind of getting your priorities in order and realizing that this person that you're married to is the love of your life. And if anything that you can do to build them up is what you want to do. And that requires some sacrifice. 
Yeah. And when you seem to do that for her as me as a husband, you kind of get it right back. And that is the secret. Yeah. Never go to sleep or never let a day go by where you don't settle something. If there is a difference, don't go to sleep with it on your mind and wake up tomorrow and start start all over again. Realize most of the time when you wake up, the kind of forgot what you were talking about. It might have been a lot of nonsense. But that, if there's a secret, I guess that's what I would call it. Yeah, that's that's good advice. Um, so I know that kids get mentioned on the show quite a bit. How many grandkids uh, do you want? Me? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> as many as I, possible? You know, I, I would like to have a lot of them, but if you listen to the girls, I might ruin every bit of them. So <laughs> I, I, I suppose, I, I guess I don't have a number in mind as much as, you know, whatever the whatever the girls and whatever my son can handle and whatever God gives them is going to be just fine with me, you yeah. know. But I guess you have to say the more the merrier. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you'd be the grandpa that would spoil all the grandkids. Oh, you can bet on that. <laughs> Are you- and this is also my chance to get even, by the way. But don't put that one on. But I, you know, I, there's a lot of times where I'm going to be so understanding that their, their head is going to just spend. They're going to say, wait a minute, you, why didn't you say that to us? I'm going to say, I've mellowed. <laughs> yeah. You're going to take them to, like, the grocery store, get them all hyped up on sugar, and then send them back to your kids. <laughs> Well, I can already imagine Bucky dressed up as Santa Claus uh, and, you know, oh, Christmas time at the Delisa house will just be oh. so amazing and filled with a ton of love. I am so looking forward to that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm still, and, you know, the girls are still older in their 20s, but you wouldn't believe. I must have to have my head examined, but... We're still doing a lot of the things we did when they were five years old. Now, that sounds crazy, but they still don't come down to the tree until Angela gets up and gets dressed, and a certain kind of music's got to be playing, and they march down there. They must feel a little foolish, but they still do it, and it's really, it's a fun time. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day is just, oh my gosh, it's fun. Now that um, two of your daughters are married, is it hard to split up holidays? Like, do you have to argue with the Jonases over who gets Danny and Kevin for Christmas or anything? No, I don't think it comes down to an argument or split. You know, I've been through it myself, and I know how difficult it is. And how we used to do it is we had a late family and an early family. Mm -hmm. And my family was always very early and kind of got things done with a little bit earlier because they were the family and had it spread out. And Angela's family was always the late family that would go till the next morning after Christmas and actually have breakfast. Everybody would sleep over. So that wasn't too good. But I also understand with Kevin's mom and dad that, you know, it's being selfish for me to say, well, I want them for every holiday. I mean, you got to kind of let it fall where it falls, and, and they have to kind of work it out as best they can. And we're going to try to work with them as best we can, too, to accommodate, maybe do something a little earlier or something a little later to, to give everybody a chance, you know, because I know how, how difficult it is. Sometimes that can actually spoil a holiday when you're born and doing stuff like that. Yeah, it can for sure. So I know on the show we haven't seen it yet, but do you... Um, does your family ever get together with the Jonases, like all of them? Yes, occasionally we do. Uh, it's a little difficult because of, you know, we're more on the East Coast and mm-hmm. they're more 
Mid America or on the West Coast. So it's it's uh, their time constraints are much more difficult than mine because I, you know we're so home based over here at this time. But whenever the opportunity does present itself, we try to get together. I, I enjoy getting together with them. I I I, I love Kevin's brothers. Uh, I you know I I just. If I have one son, you know, so for me, I'm I'm on the opposite end. When all the boys are there, well, now I can talk about things with the boys instead of always having to listen to what the girls talk about, or what kind of china or what kind of clothes, and you know that I don't really know a whole lot about. Yeah. So I I I do enjoy, and I do enjoy those unguarded moments when we. I mean, see, I remember one dinner where I don't think we were able to eat too much because we laughed around that table, and I there were tears in our eyes because. Everybody started recounting different things that maybe other people don't hear about or something. It was funny. It was, it's very enjoyable. Yeah. So um, over the course of the rest of the season, what can we expect from you? Like, are you going to do more yard work? Are you going to be cooking a lot? What are, you, what are we going to see? <laughs> well, I thought one thing you could expect, expect of me, which I said before, is I, I'm going to get in trouble. That <laughs> seems to be my nature. I can't. I can't hide enough for some reason. I must be right out there in the open. I thought I was going to be just a, a drop-over kind of person, but I wound up kind of watching me a little bit too close for comfort. <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> it seems that for some reason, my life centers a little bit around a restaurant or food or things like that, but it's not just the food that you're going to see. It's it's everything that goes on around the table and around that kind of stuff. Did you ever notice when you go to a restaurant or when you sit down with a bunch of people, there's food and there's things to enjoy. But do you notice their countenance changes? They smile a little more. They laugh a little more. Yeah. They talk a little more. And and I think that's what you'll you'll see sort of a lot of that, that kind of thing as, as uh, the season goes on. Uh, I, I just sort of watch and... And I see what's going on and try to stay in the background and get pulled in there. Yeah. Well, the front somehow. I don't know how it happens, but it just does. <laughs> well, so that's the story of my life. Yeah. Well, that's great. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing you on the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, in the meantime, or if fans want to get in contact with you, I know you have a Twitter. So, what's your um, your Twitter handle? What's your name? Uh, on? I'm not. I'm not too good at that, but I think it's just Bucky D. Bucky D. Yeah. Okay. D. Perfect. I believe that's what it is. I, I'm, I'm tech, uh, technology challenged. Oh. <laughs> oh. Technology inept. Yeah, I, my uh, my son helps me out with that. Yeah, so it's either Bucky D or Bucky Delisa. Okay, well we'll it's we'll Bucky definitely Delisa. find you. It's Bucky Delisa. It okay, it's Bucky Delisa. <laughs> well, perfect. Oh my god! Fans can tweet you at Bucky Delisa. <laughs> well, Bucky, thank you so much for joining us today. Do you have anything else you want to share with us on AfterBuzz? Uh, I, I guess the only thing I could share is, is I hope that everybody's enjoying the show. And I hope that they're looking at it and, and trying to see in that we're just sort of a regular family. There's nothing. I mean, we kind of stopped being regular when Kevin got in there in this way because I don't think everybody's doing a reality show. But just that it's possible to kind of look forward to everyday things in life and have fun and enjoy your children and communicate and 
I, I hope they, they they see that type of thing, and, and I hope they, they kind of get blessed by it a little bit. And that would be my, my biggest wish. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And fans of MTJ, make sure to tune in to our after show right here on AfterBuzzTV.com every Sunday following Married to Jonas. You can also go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. Just type in AfterBuzzTV and you'll find all of our MTJ podcasts as well as a ton of other after shows. Again, Bucky, thank you so much for joining us. And for everyone here at AfterBuzzTV, myself, Michelle, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, girl. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunas. <laughs> what was that? I said, I had to mention one more thing. Have everybody tune in to my son. Oh, Mikey yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely check him out. All right, thank you. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 